Welcome to Morning Combos with Ali Sheen. Welcome to Morning Combos. I'm your host, Ali Sheen. And for the next couple of weeks, instead of my normal Morning Combos podcast, I'll be airing episodes of my animated parody newscast with lead anchors Nathan Forrest, whose character I based off of Boondock's Uncle Ruckus, and William Edward Berger, his white, bleeding-heart liberal antagonist. Enjoy these episodes, and I will see you in about two weeks with all new episodes in the Morning Convos podcast from my new home studio I'm putting together. See you soon. Welcome to history's most influential people where we fire up our time machine and bring back one influential person from the past, discuss their lives and their time, and the impact they had on the present day. Last week, we had 17th President of the United States, Andrew Johnson. This week, we have the man who founded the Americas, Christopher Columbus. Welcome, Mr. Columbus. I'm honored to have you on my show. The first question I'd like to ask you is how did this historic trip come about? I remember reading when I was in school that this trip almost didn't happen. Well, France, England, and Portugal had already told me no about financing for my voyage. Initially, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella had said no as well. They were warring at the time with the Muslims. But after defeating them in Grenada, they finally agreed to finance the voyage. So in 1492, you set out on your voyage with three ships, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. What was your goal? One of the popular misconceptions is that you were trying to prove that the earth was round. First, the names Nina and Pinta are nicknames. Ships were named after saints in my time. The Nina, for example, was named Santa Clara. And you're correct, I was not trying to prove the earth was flat. It was common knowledge for the educated like myself at that time. I was trying to prove that my assumption of the size of the ocean was correct. Thank you for that clarification. Your calculations may have been off a little bit, but it did help you discover the Americas, South and Central to be exact. How did the natives treat you and what challenges did you face establishing the first European settlement in the Americas? The natives were very nice towards me. They were savages deprived of hearing the good news about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I felt that it was my Christian duty to bring them the joy and peace that comes from accepting Jesus into your hearts. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for that blessed work that you tried to do. Even though you never reached North America, you began a long history of European nations putting their stake down in the Americas. How did your first colony, Hispan, know fear at that time? It was a great town that I had to govern with a strong hand. A leader must be firm and unwavering, ready to make the tough decisions that benefits the entire colony. 
the natives that did not accept Christianity were not allowed to be in my midst. They were going to accept the love of God on earth or meet him in the afterlife. These savages once killed the entire crew I left in Hispaniola while I returned to Spain. Their depravity is why I felt justified in the punishments I delivered because of their transgressions against God. I understand completely. A leader must rule with an iron fist. After my first episode last week, the network had decided to allow questions from the audience. My producers have picked a few to ask their questions. We'll start with you, sir, in the front. You and your crew brought disease, stole precious resources, and ultimately wiped out many indigenous island tribes. Do you have any regrets? I regret nothing. They were savages, persistent in their fruitless attempts to avoid subjugation. I wanted to keep them as slaves for the hard work of starting a colony. They lacked the mental capacity to understand the value of the precious metals they so easily gave away. And as far as the land that you said I stole, throughout history and my time, when a stronger nation meets a weaker nation, they conquer them and take their land. And that is what I did. And I do not apologize or regret that for nothing. We have three more people that will be asking questions. And uh, from what I'm told by my producers, they will be combative. We're going to put all three of them on at the same time and let you respond to them all at once. I'm going to apologize to you because one of the people I do know from another TV show. <clears throat> so I can imagine the kind of crazy questions he's going to come up with. So I'm going to apologize for him ahead of time. All right, guys, take it away. You are a disgusting man. You raped, murdered, and spread diseases all while supposedly spreading Christianity. I have no questions for you. I just wanted to say, I hope you burn in hell. Hello, I'm Isaac Ben Ali from the Progressive View. In 1495, you arrived back in the New World and immediately took 1,500 Arawaks as prisoners. Of those 1,500, you picked 500 of them to be shipped back to Spain as slaves. About 200 died on the journey back, starting the transatlantic slave trade. The acts attributed to you is reprehensible. Cannibalism, feeding babies to dogs, using biological weapons on millions. The fact that this nation gave you a federal holiday is appalling. I too have no questions for you, but I will say that you are a despicable man that de deserves the world's scorn, not their admiration. You have the audacity to call the indigenous people savages, but it's you who the true savage. You and your men were full of rapists and pedophiles. You yourself had a girl of 14 years old, sold into prostitution. You and your men had sex with girls as young as 9 and 10. You made boys as young as 14 
mine gold, and if they did not bring back their daily quota, you cut off their hands. Shame on the network for having you on the show. I have no questions either for a pedophile. How dare these people level all these accusations against me? I have never done anything that the Lord God Almighty hasn't deemed appropriate. The Bible itself speaks of slavery. If God ordains it, how could it be wrong? I initially had a favorable impression of many of the Native Americans I met and instructed the men under my charge not to abuse them, but to trade with them. At one point, I hung some of my own men who had committed crimes against the Indians. Maybe some of the other colonists may have raped or mistreated some of the indigenous people, but it was not me. I did my best to treat all the savages with respect. I am so sorry, Mr. Columbus. I want to apologize for those questions, especially by those Negroes that were very disrespectful. Your legacy cannot be tarnished. You started the wave of colonies in the Americas by the Europeans and started the Atlantic slave trade, a once booming economy that helped enrich the world. And for that, the world thanks you. But we're running out of time, folks. I'm Nathan Forrest. Thank you for watching another episode of History's Most Influential People. Good night, folks. I'm out of time for this episode of Morning Convos. I'm your host, Ali Sheen. Subscribe to this podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, and anywhere else podcasts are found. Like my page on Facebook, Ali Sheen's Playground. Follow me on Instagram at Ali Sheen's underscore playground underscore. And subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ali Sheen's Playground. Let me know your opinion on this episode. Till next time. Enjoy your day.